I had a great conversation with someone just a few days ago. We were sitting poolside, relaxing. The kids were going crazy in the pool and just splashing all over the place. And the whole conversation about finding a marketer you can trust came up. And as we were discussing, it really opened my eyes to the challenges that people face when shopping for a marketer. They had mentioned that there are so many online options out there that are so challenging to trust. No matter where you go, you're looking on Google and you're searching, you're trying to figure out how to you know, get to the certain goals or, or how to grow the leads that you're really looking to find. And unfortunately, you're staring at a screen and it's really, really hard to build a connection with someone that's really going to take the keys to your kingdom and create something that's amazing, that's supposed to reflect who you are, what your brand is, what you sell. And to find that level of trust through a screen is nearly impossible. This is Marketing Breakthrough. Whether you've been at it for years in your job, you own your own company, you're crushing the side hustle, or you're just getting started, outside perspective is crucial. I'm Jay. And I'm India. And it's time for a breakthrough experience in your marketing journey. Let's get to it. I actually had almost the same conversation just a few days prior to that. And it was in regards to something not marketing related, but more hiring related. And it was with a company, a visual effects production company. And they've actually done some pretty large scale Uh, productions for TV shows and things. And I was talking to him about he's owned the company for 30 years now and trying to find somebody that he can trust to take over and handle things. And from the perspective of, like I said, they've done some large-scale productions, they've sold some things to Apple TV, and they've actually made some pretty big shows. And in that conversation, as he said, yeah, that morning I was in Boston and then Uh, He was in L.A. that evening, and so he had flown all over the country. He's from Canada, so from Canada to Boston to L.A., and then he was saying that he went there just because he's like, "Ah, I don't fully trust the team that I have, like that they fully grasp and understand and capture the vision that I have, and that's the hardest thing. And so then we talked about the difference between basically someone who punches a clock and someone who grabs your vision and is going to care for your company. And marketing is very similar. And so the reason that I tie these together is because it's almost the same thing as someone that can run your marketing um, or someone that can market is different from someone who grabs a hold of and sees and understands and will even use the word feels the vision that you have. Knowing how to shop for a marketer can be really challenging. And it's important to make sure that you stick to the key focus of understanding who your ideal customer is and where they're at. You have to know your audience. And in order to shop for the right marketing course or marketing person or agency or whatever, you have to make sure that that person specializes in where your audience can be found. I think a great example of this is I follow this amazing platform. It's called Boss Babe, and I follow them on Instagram. And they, she was talking about how you have to be careful to if you hire a marketer, 
if they don't have an amazing number of followers on Instagram, then they don't know what they're talking about. And it was really hard for me to hear that at first because I was like, man, like, is that is that actually true? Is that is that something that's that's valid? And now to her ideal uh, boss, babe, to their ideal audience, then that is true because their ideal audience is on Instagram and she has over a million followers on Instagram, blowing it up, really, really justified in what she's talking about. I think that the one caveat to what she was saying is the fact that if you're shopping for a marketing course, let's say you were looking at what Boss Babe has to offer, but what if your audience isn't actually on Instagram? What if your audience is more on YouTube or they're going to be spending more time on Google or maybe they're more in person with networking opportunities? Should you be buying a course that's going to primarily focus on Instagram? No, absolutely not. So at the end of the day, when you're shopping for a marketer, do they have to have a ton of followers? Not necessarily, because it always comes down to the fact that they have to know what they're doing in the area that your ideal audience is going to be at. And I think that conversation lends itself to you not only have to understand who your ideal customer profile is or who your ideal customer is, you also have to know that your marketer understands your ideal customer profile mm-hmm. because if if you bring in someone again we'll we'll use that exact example of somebody who is an expert in Instagram but your ideal customer is not on Instagram your demographic of we'll just use the very simple demographic of age your age demographic is not on Instagram you can pour so much money, so much time, so much content, so much energy into creating a killer Instagram presence. But if that's not where your customer actually is, then you're going to get a lot of the wrong customer and you're probably just going to end up wasting a lot of time and money. This is why trust is so important. You think about finding someone who is going to take those you know, quote unquote, keys to your kingdom. And they're going to tell you where to spend your money, where to invest it and how to get new leads or really nurture those leads, how to bring them in and then how to convert them. And that's, it's so important to make sure that when you're shopping for that person, you're finding the just right one. And I love what Jay, you had referenced about marketing being a trailing indicator because You're looking for somebody that's willing to make that educated guess for you, and they have to be willing to put in the work. So Jay, when you are talking to someone about hiring an internal marketer versus an external marketer, how would you really recommend what they're looking for? I think I would talk to somebody about what their long-term goals are. And I think you can make an argument for both. We spent a lot of time being the external marketing team. And then we've spent a bit of time being the uh, the assistance, the assistant side, the coach, the consultant to the internal marketing team. And I think both of them have a lot of value and both can be incredibly valuable and resourceful in the season that you're in. So there are some companies that I think need someone in their day-to-day. I think they need somebody like running around on a regular basis. Let's say it's a, it's a busy office or it's somewhere that has, you know, a, maybe they're working with a high volume of people. A restaurant would be a perfect example of that. A restaurant's working with a high volume of people. And I would say that on a regular basis, it makes more sense to have somebody 
in-house that can like help out that can run around can grab pictures of you know you have a a customer that's been in every single day for the last week and you're like hey can we take your picture can we interview you real quick can we grab a hold of what is it that you uh what is it that makes you come back here what is it that you love about this place and then there's there are customers or companies that are running maybe a construction company or a contractor or something and and we've used that example a lot but somebody who's who's building something that goes from start to finish and you really only need to get a few pictures and get a few stories in the middle of that maybe one two three four month project and so if somebody's looking for i need marketing i need to up my marketing. I need to improve my marketing. I need more marketing. I need to be able to create the opportunity for sales to come in while I'm working on other projects. And I think that it starts with how long does each of your projects take? So this is an overly simplified example way way simpler so so if if the meal takes under an hour it takes that long but a house for example takes months to build or you know some houses i've seen take you know a year because they're a small building team and so what is it that you need to create how many people do you serve throughout a an hour a day a year right and so if you're if you're if you're serving a ton of customers then i think that to some extent, you want the ability to grab pictures of, of some of those people. You want uh, the ability to get quick interviews or ask quick questions of those people. Now, if you are serving people on a longer scale, um, a construction company that's building a house and you are serving people and you're serving one person over the course of four months to 12 months, then maybe it makes more sense to have an external team because you don't actually need somebody on site doing things. On that note, that's not always an absolute statement either because think about the movie industry. A movie can take one, two, three years to make and having somebody internally, having someone on site to document that process, to take photos along the way, that's vital to their later marketing process. Absolutely. So with that, to I'm going to simplify this because if you're looking to hire a marketer and you're looking at internal versus external, I would say how many pictures do you need throughout the process? How much documentation do you need of the process? And what does your ideal customer want to see? Do they want to see the middle or do they want to see the end? And there are, I think there's an authenticity that comes from showing people in the process of, you know, building a house or behind the scenes of shooting a movie and all that stuff. However, with India's example of movie behind the scenes and all those photos and things, that's something that is usually released after the video comes out, Mm -hmm. after the TV show or the movie is produced fully. And you are looking at, you're going back to, with your marketer, your ideal customer. Does your ideal customer want to see that middle? Or are they, maybe it's a very, very high-end product that you're working with, a very, very high-end service or um, 
or provision that you're giving to people and you are and really they only want to see that finished product this is a great moment to point out the importance of what your internal person or team is doing or what your external team or person is doing when you're looking at your marketer that person should be asking a ton of questions. They should know your brand, your product or service, your ideal customer, and your goals inside and out so much that they use each of these things in all of their campaign decision making. That is something that they ooze constantly. You would look at them in a meeting and you would think, oh man, they're going to bring up that, that, that goal or that branding or they're going to say, oh, nope, that's not the right font. They're gonna, they are going to nitpick because that is their job. If you feel like that person isn't doing that, then unfortunately, trust is not there. You need to be able to trust that person to be that end-all, be-all, like hold those keys, the gatekeeper to making sure that your marketing is being well taken care of. And that external marketing person needs to be all of those things plus an excellent communicator. They need to be great at planning for the future communication that needs to happen, planning for future meetings, planning for future things that are going to go wrong, things that, that'll change, planning and ready to jump in and say, drop everything and show up on site if they need to. Like that is the perfect external marketer who's ready to just jump in and help you out. So I'll use one of our clients as an example. When she came to us, she was looking to bolster her marketing. She was looking to expand locations. She was looking to uh, increase revenue. And we ended up having a conversation with her. And when she was like ready to pull that trigger and, and get going, I think she was able to trust us because we grabbed a hold of her vision and we saw what she wanted to do and we saw what she wanted to accomplish. And... Sometimes I'm concerned that the problem is that that anyone can say that, oh, yes, I love what you're doing. And I would say that to, to, my, to a fault of mine is I have been able to say that on a lot of occasions because I can grab a hold of just about anybody's vision because I can understand the heart and I, I hear the story that they tell of why they started what they started. And I really can see where they want to go. I can see the finish line. I can see the end result. And I can see like the map in my head of how to get there. And I'm so excited. And so sometimes I, I'm a little afraid that it sounds on the cheesy side, but it's not supposed to. Um, but what she understood was that we had grabbed a hold of her vision. We could see what she wanted to accomplish. And there's a possibility that bringing an internal marketing person could help at some point. But for the time being, with what she needed to accomplish right now, having an external team was 100% fine, was 100% doable, was workable, and was going to provide the outcome that she needed. And it did. It did. We actually set up one-year goals for her and we reached them we reached reach like 80 percent of her goals in eight weeks i think it was actually 90 percent okay like it so was amazing it was a lot and so we we need to we need to expand those goals we need, we need to get those <laughs> make those bigger but like it worked it worked really well and it was because we understood and we identified we worked with her to identify who is your ideal customer 
who is it that you want to work with? Who is it that you're, you're working with now? And who is it that we want to work with in the future? And who do we want to get more of? And then from there, we were able to take actionable steps in order to create something amazing. A lot of that unity is something that is, is not just natural. It's something that has to be worked on. It has to be sought after. And in our conversations with her, we discovered unity because we took the time to ask questions about what her future looked like. What did she see for herself? What did she want in the end? And we were able to say, okay, let's take that, that desire, that goal, and let's take steps backwards and figure out what it is that you have to do today. What do you have to do tomorrow? What do you have to do the next day in order to take those baby steps to get you to that end goal? And it's so, so, so important. And I, I feel like people forget this or they think, well, I don't know that I need that or I don't really want to let go of my marketing person because they're so great and I really like them. But at the end of the day, if you don't have unity with your marketing team, if you don't have that kind of connection with them, that, that kind of understanding of that end goal and that just that vision, then you're missing out on something that's so vital in the process. I'm reminded of a story I heard. There was this business and they were comparing two different web development companies. One was cheaper and one was a little bit more expensive. The cheaper one had come back really, really quick and provided them a quote for the website. They looked at the existing website. They said, okay, this is what you need. Here you go. Yada, yada, yada. This is it all packaged up. And the more expensive one took a little longer. They actually went out of their way to have a conversation with the, the business and say, okay, what are your goals? What are you looking for long term? Yes, we can build you a website now, but I want to make sure that your website is going to be relevant 5, 10, 15 years from now. How do we build a structure that can be slightly changed or edited to be more you know, valid long term, but then still be something that reaches your goals? And in that conversation, they found out that the business wanted to sell things online. They wanted to eventually completely be online, to have a POS system, to, to run all that stuff there. And the first company, the cheaper one, didn't know that. And so the quote that they had provided, while being less money, it didn't include any of the basic structure needed in order to have an online system, an online POS so the second company, they came back and they had a, a higher quote, but they had done the legwork to create that, that foundation that would then be prepared for long term, few years down the road when that business was ready to pull the trigger to go fully online, that they would be able to do it. And it was really hard because when I was hearing this story, I found out that the company ended up choosing the cheaper option. And it, it kind of killed me inside. It was a little frustrating because I feel like I have seen this happen so many times. Is it so easy to go with the less expensive quote, especially when you don't necessarily know what you're supposed to be shopping for? If they had known that that second company did the extra legwork and was keeping their future in mind, then maybe they would have gone with them. In the end, choosing to go with that cheaper company that just means that they're going to have to create a completely new website in five years when they decided to go online. But had they just trusted the process with that slightly more expensive company, they would have said, oh, wow, I'm so thankful we did this. We put in the legwork, we made all the extra effort, and it was totally worth it. Because ultimately what you're trying to do is you're trying to create solutions and you're trying to duplicate yourself. I said in a previous episode that 
marketing is one of the most effective ways and the most realistic way at this point in time to clone yourself. The best way is to effectively clone yourself so that you can be out trying to get sales while simultaneously working in the field. You want to create something that is not just a solution for today, but also a solution for tomorrow. The goal isn't to create marketing that is going to just be, we'll say, hip and trendy and (laughs) is going to fit into today's situation, but you want to create something that's going to fit into tomorrow's situation as much as possible, which is not always the case, right? You have you have platforms that are coming and going. You have uh, trends that are coming and going. But as much as possible, you want to try to create something so that you can utilize it for years to come. Mm-hmm. And you're not having to redo it. In the case of this website, the story that India is talking about, the concern, as she mentioned, was having to rebuild a website five years down the road. And yeah, it seems less expensive now. And I want to say that the the price difference was something like 10% different, 20% different, maybe. But what's going to happen is that they're going to have to respend that. And then, you know, if I mean, realistically, you factor in inflation and things, they're not going to spend 120% now, they're going to spend 150% again. Mm. And they're going to end up really shooting themselves in the foot. So trusting your marketer is so important. Who do you have a relationship with? Who do you have rapport with? Who is it that you can go to and you can ask and they're not going to give you a yes man answer. They're going to give you the answer. Mm, They're going to tell you, you're wrong. (laughs) They're going to tell you, this is okay. And we've had situations where we have had to talk to somebody and and I try to be diplomatic about it. India and I both try to be diplomatic about it. Of You can choose to go this way, and here are the options I'm laying out in front of you. But the reality is this one is going to take you on somewhat of a tangent, and this one's going to be in alignment with your goals, with your ideal customer, with everything that you want to do. Who is it that you trust? And how much do you trust them? Going back to the conversation of internal versus external, there is not one answer. There's not one size fits all. You need to figure out what makes the most sense for your company. You need to figure out what makes the most sense for your brand where it currently is. You need to make, the, make sure and be aware of what makes the most sense for your financial situation, what fits into your budget, And most of all, you need to be focusing on your ideal customer and where they're at. Make sure that you're not going in a different direction. You want you and your marketer and everything about your business to be swimming in a straight line like a school of fish. You don't want one or two fish running away and going in the wrong direction and going off and trailing off on their own. You want to make sure that you're traveling in the school. You want to be moving in the same direction. You want to be in unity and you want to be working together. So 
I would say if you have a marketing team, if you're involved as a business owner in the marketing, which I believe that you should be, whether you have an internal team or an external team, I believe as the business owner, until you have somebody who fully grasps the vision and fully understands where it is that you want to go and what you want to create with your company, I think that you need to be a part of those conversations. Now, in those conversations, how can you be in better alignment? And what I would say is if you have an internal person, you should both be reading a book. You should both be reading and listening to, maybe it's a podcast, you should be reading books, you should be going through resources at the same time. If you have an external team, ask them, hey, what book are you currently reading? Because I want to read it alongside of you. I want to understand, I want to learn what you're learning, and I want to move in the same direction as you. So go from that. If Hopefully that's helpful. But ultimately, we want you to trust your marketing team. We want you to work with people that you trust, that love you, that respect you, that care about you, and really, really, really grasp your ideal customer and grasp the vision for your company. If you are that internal marketing person or an external marketing person and you're listening to this and you think, man, I wish that my, my clients or that my boss would trust me at this level, don't be afraid to ask them to join you in reading something. Don't be afraid to challenge the way that you do things and say, am I focusing on the branding enough? Am I putting that ideal audience in front of everything? Am I prioritizing them? Really think about what it is that you're doing and how you can improve so that you earn that level of trust with your boss, with your direct report. And as always, thank you so much for joining us in this episode. If it's helpful for you, we'd encourage you to share it with somebody that might be useful for, um, somebody that might be able to grab some great content out of it, somebody that maybe just really needs to hear this right now. And if you have an aha moment, send that to us at aha at marketingbreakthrough.co. That's A-H-A at marketingbreakthrough.co. Marketing Breakthrough is a resource designed to provide tools to implement your next breakthrough idea. To access other resources or to book a coaching one-on-one with India or myself, go to marketingbreakthrough.co.